Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today as we begin our stewardship series here at Faith, we consider together God's will for our time, our talents, and our treasures. As we do so, I invite you to hear the words of the Apostle Paul in his epistle to the Romans, chapter 12. Here he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Proclaiming and practicing God's love with conviction and courage in our households, our congregation, and beyond. For five weeks now, we've broken down this newly minted mission statement for our congregation along with the five pillars of our ministry, which are guided by it. And now, as we begin our stewardship theme for this year, we're faced with the all-important question of how we can begin putting these words which we have learned and memorized into action here at Faith Lutheran Church. Each fall in our congregation, we take time to fill out our time and talents packets along with our financial pledges. As we do this, we are, all of us, carefully considering the ways which God has called us to serve using those good gifts which he has appointed to us. This time on stewardship, then, is meant to be where the rubber hits the road. It's where that mission statement that we just spent over a month internalizing and digesting is translated from theology into practice. So as we gather this morning, our pledges, hopefully on our desks at home and not still in your mailboxes, I urge you to check and make sure. And those time and talents forms already loaded up and ready to go on our computers, let's engage with the question, what is God's will for me in 2022? How is he calling me personally to proclaim and practice his love in my community? Today and next Sunday, Pastor Edwards and I would like to break down this question into two separate parts. First off, this Sunday, we're going to engage with what God's will is for your time and your talents. Next week, we're going to examine what God's will is for your treasures, those monetary gifts. 
As you ponder these questions regarding your time, your talents, and your treasures, I invite you to reflect on the words that we just heard from St. Paul in the 12th chapter of Romans. Here in this famous exhortation, the Apostle identifies how just as a body has in itself many members, that is, eyes, ears, hands, etc., so also the church has many members, that is, all of you those who are here listening this morning. Moreover, just as each member of the body is equipped with a unique function that is valuable to serve the body, so also are each and every one of you equipped with special God-given gifts that help to serve in this task of ministry. Some of those gifts which you are given have obvious applications. For example, if you have a heart for children, If you've been blessed with a warm and approachable and compassionate personality, then youth ministry is probably right up your alley. However, if you like to work getting your hands dirty, if you've given yourself over to the task of building and maintaining things, well then, you are probably a good fit for trustees. Likewise, if you've always been good with numbers, or if you're already serving as your family's financial planner and gatekeeper, well then, you might think about serving on faith's stewardship team. Yet others might have equally substantial and wonderful gifts that don't fall quite as neatly into one of these ministry categories, and yet I tell you, Still, the Lord has called you, whatever your vocation, whatever your talents, whatever your abilities, He has still called you to service. Sometimes He might even call you in ways that you never would have expected. As you consider this and ponder this, I, I invite you to hear again St. Paul as he urges us in Romans present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In this passage, the apostle teaches us two important things about the nature of stewardship in the Christian church. First, that that service is a sacrifice. In serving the Lord and in serving others, we are giving something up. That is our time. We are also giving out of something. That is our talents. As we do so, we acknowledge that both our time and our talents are but gifts from the Lord. As he spoke to his servant Job, that man's days are determined by his God, and it is he and he alone who appoints our limits. He also reminds us in St. James' epistle that it is he himself who is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And so, dear friends, whatever it is that we sacrifice in service to the Lord, it is already his. We are, as it were, but faithful stewards of all that he provides to us each and every day. Secondly, Paul also lets us know that by testing whether that is by trial or by honest inward self-examination, we are able to determine what God's will is for our time and talents. And that so, by determining this, our service will be rendered pleasing to the one who has called us because it is done according to his will for us. 
This, dear friends, is both a great joy for us in the church as well as a tremendous responsibility. What the apostle commends to us in sober judgment so that we do not think of ourselves too highly, but rather we commend the work of our hands to the Lord's care and guidance, confident that he, and not us, has things well in hand. For it is the Lord's house in which we serve, and it is his kingdom which we have been made inheritors, and which we endeavor to grow and foster in accordance with Christ's call to go out and to evangelize. As such, the model whom we have for service in the Christian church is none other than, you guessed it, Christ himself. For it was Christ who rendered service acceptable and pleasing to God the Father. It was Christ who sacrificed his flesh and blood on the tree of the cross for the full remission of our sins and for our life and salvation. It was Christ whose body the church has now been given over to acts of love and charity in this present age. So then, back to our question, what is God's will for your time and talents? Well, simply put, that you would employ those time and talents to make this same Christ Jesus crucified for you known to your neighbors. Consider now the, how, now the talents that the Lord has given you and employ them according to the measure of faith which God has assigned. For God does not only call prophets and pastors and teachers, God also calls musicians and artists. God also calls mathematicians and lawyers. God calls carpenters and fishermen and cashiers and line cooks and tech support and nurses and daycare workers. Whatever your vocation, brothers and sisters in Christ, from the moment of your baptism, God called you to share the good news of salvation with all those around you. The reason which we annually revisit the time and the talent forms here at Faith is because no matter where we are in life, from the cradle to the grave, the Lord is always placing new opportunities for service before us. Think about, for a moment, how much your life of work has changed in the last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Many of you might be in new or different positions than you were 12 months ago, possibly doing much of your job from a home or mobile office. Perhaps the hours of your work have changed. You work a different shift, or maybe you've been called to seek out a completely different line of work altogether. With all the changes that this last year has brought, undoubtedly this has also led to a change in your position for service in the church. Are you missing an opportunity to have face-to-face interaction with peers and coworkers? Well, then check the box uh, on your time and talents forms for the fellowship committee. Perhaps consider giving of your time to join a cheer team and visit with a member of Faith Lutheran in their homes. Does a fluctuating schedule leave you with odd hours of the day where you might feel trapped indoors? Well, maybe consider something different then, like our lawn care or gardening group, to get out of the house and, and away from the computer. By all means, test yourselves and determine what is the will of God for you. 
Because I promise you, dear friends, that taking the chance with something new this year, even in those areas that you think might not be related directly to the task of ministry, these things, they will reward you in ways that you never imagined. And even better, they will be a blessing to those whom you serve. You will come to find that in all things, the Lord is constantly working for the good of His people. Service in the church brings with it those gifts which help to strengthen your faith and which prove essential to providing those relationships which help flourish the congregation. In other words, the sacrifice of stewardship is also itself a means by which God demonstrates His love and this ultimately is His will for you. That in imitating that love of Christ in proclaiming and practicing his love as it has first been shown to you, so would you grow steadfast in believing that that same love is sufficient for you in all of your words and actions. And so, dear friends, may you be blessed as by your service you truly are a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, Guard and keep your hearts and minds in the same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.